More than four decades and two Hall of Fames later, Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. It's informational. I learned a lot of things. Very informative. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen. Now on FM 1071. We have at least one scientist from Rutgers and another scientist from MIT who looked at this paper and say it is gain of function. And she says she did it with an NIH fund. Dr. Fauci says no. I think he needs to be quizzed, but he goes on these shows and they all yuck it up and laugh and yeah. laugh about how everybody's a conspiracy theory, but nobody asks him any tough questions. Well, basically, he perjured himself. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, Anthony Fauci perjured himself, and he should be brought up and be held accountable for perjury. That's what he ought to do. That's what ought to happen. Good morning. It's 509-550 KTSA FM 1071, the Trayware page at KTSA. Dot com. It's mostly cloudy right now, so you're not going to see the moon. The moon is, is there, they tell us, but you're not going to see it because it's all cloudy now. 87 for your high later on today, and it looks like a pretty good, decent weather uh, weekend for you to get out and enjoy and have a good time. But I, I do uh, hope that everybody remembers uh, Monday at 3 o'clock. Stop at 3 o'clock on Monday and pause to remember those who gave their lives in service to this country and, uh, and the cause of uh, liberty and freedom that our politicians uh, you know, it's amazing because um, we we send men and women, usually boys and girls, because they're pretty young, all around the world to defend freedom. Uh, many times they lose their lives. Uh, other times they lose limbs um, or they lose mental capabilities because of what they see and what they experience. But then they come right back here to America where uh, there, there's a whole new enemy, and that's the politicians who are stealing our liberty. Isn't that isn't that strangely ironic, don't you think? That we send our boys and girls around the world to fight for liberty and freedom, to defend liberty and freedom, and then you got politicians in their very own country, the very politicians that dispatch them to fight for liberty and freedom, the politicians are stealing liberty and freedom from you every single day. Every day. Every day. I don't know if you got your property valuations lately, but uh, they're stealing from you, right? That's <laughs> Yeah. Property tax, every kind of tax in the world. Joe Biden says you got to pay more taxes. That you're not paying enough, Mark. All right, we got uh, 1604 eastbound between 281 and Stone Oak Parkway. It is closed right now, so avoid that area. There's been a major accident. 1604 eastbound between 281 and Stone Oak. So you're going to come up to Blanco. You know where that is, and the next thing you're going to see is Stone Oak, and it just stops because it's shut down between Stone Oak and 281. So that even means if you're trying to go north or south on 281 right now and you're on 1604 eastbound, say you're coming from Lock and Terra, UTSA area, something like that, you're going to be stopped. So try to find an alternate route. Maybe grab 10 and go 10 if you can, but don't go eastbound on 1604 till we tell you to, till it clears up because right now it is stopped. Where did the 2,000 kids from the Freeman Coliseum go? Does anybody ask that question? No, nobody asked that question. But where did they go? I mean, they closed the Freeman Coliseum. In other words, they let the kids go, and they've closed the Freeman Coliseum, and those kids went somewhere. Where'd they go? Are, are they on a bus headed out somewhere? Were they placed with people across the country? Were they returned to Mexico, Andorra, Tegucigalpa, El Salvador? Where did they go? Where are they? Where are those 2,000 kids? Nelson, so, why, why is any addressed where, where those kids were sent on the 613 show? Hey, Nelson, where are they? So, effectively, the Democrats have killed a bill to protect your daughter's future. So those of you 
who have daughters in, in school and in athletics, when your daughter loses her scholarship opportunity through sports, when a boy parading as a little girl acting as if he's a little girl, when that boy replaces your daughter on the baseball, football, basketball, hockey, uh, volleyball, whatever team, when that boy replaces her, you can blame Texas Democrats. They're responsible for it. Okay? All right. Basically what this is, it's the whole transgender movement, which is fake, it's false, it's not a real movement. It's fake to say, I am a girl when you were born a boy. It's fake. It's not real. Gender identity is not real. Now, you, you can play with that in your mind all day long. You can do whatever you want to in your mind all day long. It's a, you know part of living in a free country, in a free world, and all that kind of stuff. You can play with that in your mind, but it's not real. You were determined as your sex, your gender, your identity before you were born. And when you were born, whatever you came out as is what you're going to be forever. And this lie that people are telling you that you can choose your gender is a lie. They are lying to you. We used to call it a phase that people pass through. Now, when a child says, ah, you know, working, be, be, being, a, being a boy is just not working for me anymore. Now, the adults in the room who aren't adults at all take them down and uh, chop off parts and add other parts and totally destroy their lives. If you didn't watch 60 Minutes last week, you need to. You need to dial it up and watch the Leslie Stahl report because you've got people on that 60 Minutes report. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, people on that 60 Minutes report that are there and saying, I regret having my breasts cut off because in one moment I thought I was a boy. And here's what they're doing. They're doing it all within months. It used to take years to do this process. Whenever they had somebody say, well, you know, I'm a boy, but I actually think I'm a girl and I want to live as a girl. Well, it would take forever for them to begin any kind of hormone treatment or any kind of surgical treatment or anything like that. And what the the evil side of this found out was, you know, after thinking about it for a few months, yeah, really, I am a boy. I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a girl after all. And they found out that people were actually fine with who they were born as. So they just rushed the process. So instead of it taking a year or more to begin the process of transitioning to another fake faux gender, now they start it within weeks. Somebody says, I feel like a girl. Boom, right down to the mill you go. And we put you in line to start the estrogen. And we, 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 take, you, we take you to start lopping off body parts and to add breasts. That's what's happening before they can change their mind. Let's get them before they can change their mind. What the Democrats in the Texas ledge do? The Democrats in the Texas ledge ran out the clock on a bill that would have said here in Texas, boys, you can't play girl sports. And last night, all day yesterday, all day yesterday in Austin, the Democrats played all kinds of games. Stalling legislation. They did they, uh, stupid stuff. They were... Uh, you know, telling dog jokes after a bill from Jose Menendez about dogs, and they were telling dog jokes and everything else, trying to stall, run out the clock, run out the clock, run out the clock, and they did. Democrats ran out the clock on Senate Bill 29, which would have mandated that 
athletes play on sports teams based on their sex assigned at birth instead of their gender identity because gender identity is a lie. But this whole thing about gender identity and boys playing in girls' sports, it does one thing and one thing only. One thing. It is destroying the female gender. It is destroying it. It's a real gender. Your real gender is what you, what God decided you were going to be versus your fake gender, which is what you think in your head or what somebody else puts in some kid's head. But here's the bottom line. When your daughter's future, when her scholarship is stolen by a boy playing on the volleyball team, when her scholarship is stolen from her, from some boy, you have Texas Democrats to blame for that. If you voted Democrat in the state of Texas, that's what they just did to your daughter's future. Back in a minute, Trey. Uh-huh. You know, everybody loves this video, as they should, because it was tremendous. But, man, the song kicks butt, too. Yeah. Mm-mm, take on me. I love that, man. That's a great way to start the morning. That's upbeat. That's bright. That's happening. It's happy. It's the way to start the morning right there, man. I want to hear you sing along to these high falsetto parts here. (laughs) Go on, Trey. Hold on. Right right here. Let me grab a (laughs) hold. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. We're in the tight shorts this morning. Wow, that felt good. Can I do that again? (laughs) Not within a week. It'd take me a week to get set up again. (laughs) Hey, Stevie Ray Vaughan, may I have a talk with you? Is that the title of the song? Is that the name of the song? May I have a talk with you? Do you remember that? Right. Okay, is that the actual title of the song, or is it called something else? I can't remember. This has been running me nuts in my head. To, I'm trying to figure out if it's the, the the actual title or if it's called something else. I've been looking at the lyrics. Or, you know, I, yeah, rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. Then go right. down a rabbit hole. You just start looking, and the next yeah. thing you know, you, you start looking up Stevie Ray Vaughan lyrics, and the next thing you know, you're looking at a guitar auction somewhere. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, you know, I've been uh, uh, obviously he's been a major part of my life, right? right and yeah. uh, so, and there was one reason he came to this planet <laughs> to do what he did, exactly, right? Uh, but I, I, I've been trying to find the, the actual title of that song, and I thought it was that. But maybe maybe it's not. I'm having a hard time finding it, like YouTube and all that kind of stuff. I find a live version. I can't find a studio version of of that song. So, I don't know. We'll keep looking see if we can find it. If you come across it, will you let me know? Sure. Okay. Appreciate it. So, uh, surprise, surprise, in San Antonio, another man killed, wounded, in a shooting Eastside Department Complex. Oh, really? We had another shooting in San Antonio? We had more violence in San Antonio? But I thought it was safe in San Antonio. This was on Noblewood Drive, 2 p.m. yesterday. See how brash and brazen they're becoming now? They're doing it right in the middle of the day, not even waiting until 2 a.m. It's 2 p.m. Officers reviewing area security footage of the incident. But it's like I said when we were talking about... Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're going through the whole constitutional carry thing, right? And I am a big proponent of those who want to. It's America, so you don't have to if you don't want to carry. But if you want to carry very soon, you'll be able to carry without a CHL. 
Okay, and I think that's a great idea, and I'm one of these that says no limits because the bad guys have no limits. The only limits that are ever put on anybody are put on law-abiding citizens. Uh, When I heard people say stuff yesterday like, well, I wish they would still have to have a license. Why? The bad guys are not licensed, right? The only people who are licensed are law-abiding citizens, and that is wrong plus the second amendment is a right it's not a privilege and our government has been treating the second amendment like a privilege where you've got to pay a tax to the government to have that privilege granted to you that's bullcrap so i'm glad here in texas we're going to get smart we're going to change that however i want to mention somebody and i won't say his name but you hear him as a frequent caller on ktsa and he sent me an email yesterday that was bright, smart about this whole issue. He said, I'm not going to constitutional carry. I'm not a guy who carries anyway. He said, I, I'm always around people who are carrying, and I feel really, really safe around them, so I'm not going to do it myself because I know that I don't have, number one, the funds nor the discipline to go get trained and do what I need to do properly. Now, that's smart. That's a smart man right there. And again, if I were to say his name, you would know it because he calls into every show. He calls this show. He calls Sean. He calls Jack. He might even call it MVP. I don't know. So anyway, uh, let's see here. George Floyd family demanding federal laws to protect people of color after meeting with Joe Biden at the White House. You got to pay on your tax dollars to fly George Floyd's family to D.C. yesterday to meet with Joe Biden for a photo op so Joe Biden could look good. You got to pay for it. The family came out after his over with, stood in front of the White House, raised their fists for black power, just like the 60s, and they shouted, say his name. And everybody repeated, George Floyd. They met with the family for over an hour raising the black power fist after it's all over with, and that was on the one-year anniversary of the death of George Floyd. Meanwhile, in Portland, Oregon, on the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's death, there was a riot. Hey, a riot in Portland. Are you kidding me? There was a riot in Portland, Oregon? Yeah, and they smashed windows. They threw objects at officers, the one-year anniversary. I guess they were celebrating. What were they doing? Honoring, celebrating, marking? What were they doing? A crowd of 200 people dressed in black. Well, that's Antifa and BLM, isn't it? They gathered outside the Multnomah County Justice Center, lit a dumpster on fire, tagged the Justice Center with graffiti, yelling, burn this building down! And they threw frozen water bottles and urine bottles and eggs at police officers and metal spikes on the road. And, of course, as always, fireworks were set off. And these are not just like black cats that you buy down at the stand. These are professional-grade fireworks, and that's why I say if, if our government ever really did an investigation into the money and where the money is coming from, you'd find out who's actually uh, funding this because it's not these two-bit hippie twerps dressed in black with some sort of mask on running around the streets that are buying these weapons-grade fireworks. Somebody's buying this crap old form. Somebody is paying for weapon-grade fireworks to be set off at our police officers. The crowd marched to City Hall. They broke windows in City Hall. They smashed the windows of local businesses, including a Starbucks shop and a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. You couldn't pay me enough to go to Portland, Oregon. There's not enough money in the world. Any kind of business that I may have, anything that I may do in the future, you could not 
10 gazillion dollars would not be enough money to do it. Anthony Blinken has announced another 112 million for the Palestinians and Gaza relief. Basically, you as the American taxpayer gets to rebuild Gaza after Hamas got it destroyed. Okay, this is uh, just so you'll know, this is a return to the glory days of the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Army and the front that made Yasser Arafat a billionaire by the time he died from U.S. taxpayer dollars. What they do is they'll go along fine for a while and then they'll raise all kinds of stink and they'll get uh, Israel to to respond. They'll start attacking Israel. Israel will respond like what we just went through for the past 11 days. And after it's all over with, the U.S. taxpayer goes in and we rebuild what was destroyed and we give a ton of money to the Palestinians. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, was there yesterday and he said, we're going to start at $350 million direct payments to Palestinians. We're going to start at $350 million U.S. taxpayer dollars and we're going to rebuild everything here and we're going to start social programs here in the Gaza Strip. Why? Why are we responsible for rebuilding what they did? Well, it's a little game that they started back at the formation of the PLO back in the day. It, it, to me, it's, it's terrorists holding a country hostage. That's what they're doing to us. And for some reason, for decades now, our idiots in D.C. have decided that that's our problem. What they do over there is our problem, and we have to pay them to calm down. And it's a racket, baby. It's, it's just like this ransomware racket that we went through with the pipeline. It's a racket because they know if they raise enough hell and break enough stuff over there that Israel has to respond because Israel's not going to let their people get killed. So Israel has to respond and then we come in, the United States comes in, and we spend all the money and hand out cash to the PLO. So what does the PLO do, or what do the Palestinians do? Well, they, they use the cash for whatever, and they, you know, they're, they're, they're higher-ups over there. Like I said, Yasser Arafat, the time he died, he was very wealthy. Uh, you know, we take care of all them. U.S. taxpayer does. Until they realize they're running low on cash, and they raise hell again. Hey, it's a good gig if you can get it. PSA and FM 1071. They're the ones who will support the police unions, who basically support all of the police, no matter what harm they cause. Uh, and so uh, this is typical of the Republicans in the way that they don't seem to care as much, or they don't seem to think uh, that police should be held accountable, that somehow they should be able uh, to do whatever they want to do, and they join in ways by which to protect them. Uh, don't listen to that nut job criminal. She's a nut job. She's criminal. It's 537, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. It's the KTSA morning news. And I'm Trey. And right over there is Don, the voice. Right over there is Chris. And there's Elaine. We got you covered this morning along with Debbie on traffic. And uh, that situation out on eastbound 1604, be aware. There was a major accident over there earlier this morning. And it had everything closed down between Stone Oak Parkway and 281. So be aware of that this morning. Experts are now telling uh, people that employers and businesses can legally request proof of COVID-19 vaccination status. This is something we visited with uh, uh, with uh, Professor uh, Payat. 
Uh, Bill Pyatt. Yeah, we talked with him about that last week, and it's still podcast, Trayware page on demand. You can check it out and listen to the podcast. A lot of people have been asking, is it okay? Can my employer actually tell me that I have to get vaccinated or quit or fired? Uh, can they demand proof of vaccination? Bottom line is, as of right now, because there have been no cases that this has been mitigated and no particular law on the books, yes, they can. Experts from MIT and other law facilities professor of medical ethics at the university of uh, pennsylvania uh they're all saying yes basically now you don't have to give that information up but if you don't give that information information up there are consequences for not doing so like mm, you're fired so i mean they, they basically they can employers can require that and also businesses can require that before you go in before you go into their place of business, uh, such as a gym or whatever, they can require that uh, also. Uh, John Cena, uh, look, he, he uh, said he was uh, sorry in Mandarin yesterday. Isn't it interesting that after the WWE got married to China, John Cena and others from the WWE learned to speak Mandarin. Have you enrolled in your Mandarin course yet? You're going to have to know it before long. You're going to have to know Mandarin. We're all going to be speaking Mandarin because Joe Biden is handing the country, the United States, over to China. He's got deep, deep ties to China. He owes China his presidency. He, His son owes China a ton because of all the money they've given him over the years. So Joe is beholden to China. Brush up on your Mandarin. Better. <laughs> you better get the course. It's online right now. You can order it online. John Cena knows it. So he apologized for what? What did he say? Well, you know, he's got F9 coming out. Fast and Furious 9 is coming out. China's a huge market. In fact, China has surpassed the United States in uh, movie viewing. And it happened in a pandemic, of course. China overtook the United States in so many ways during the pandemic. While the pandemic was going on, China was living their lives. All a plan. All a plan. Of course, they released it from that lab on purpose. Do you have any doubt in your mind that COVID-19 came from that lab and that it was released on purpose? Well, I don't. You can doubt it if you want, but I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever I'm with Trump on that one. So anyway, he he called Taiwan a country. Oh, man, it didn't take long for the WWE and NBC Universal, who's got the money in the flick, to call Cena and say, what the hell are you doing, man? You're going to cost us the entire Chinese market. Because immediately in China, after he said that, the you know Chinese government, the Chinese people started screaming, Taiwan's not their own country, they belong to us, and John Cena needs to shut his mouth. And so he came out and apologized in Mandarin. I'm so sorry. What did he say? Oh, here's what he said. You're going to love the apology. I have something to say, very, 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 very important now. I have something very important to say. I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm very, 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 very sorry about my, my, my mistake. I apologize. I apologize. I'm very, very, very sorry. You must understand that I really love, I really respect China and the Chinese people. So my apologies, my apologies. There you go. Get ready to learn those words because you're going to have to repeat them over and over again if you don't tow the company line here really soon. Do your kids like cereal? Do you like cereal? Do you like Kellogg's cereal, like uh, Corn Pops, Snap Crackle and Pop, like uh, Toucan Sam, Tony the Tiger, all those cereals? Do you like those? Okay, well, good, because uh, Kellogg Company, 
has teamed up with GLAD. You know what that GLAD is, right? The Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. And they've come out, they've come out with a new LGBTQ plus cereal called Together with Pride. The Together with Pride cereal. On the Together with Pride cereal box from Kellogg's, it features several of Kellogg's famous cartoon characters, including the ones I just mentioned. And in the bottom of the left-hand corner, a frosted mini-wheat is holding a rainbow flag with a triangle on it, waving it proudly like they did in the uh, Texas house last night. The side of the cereal box lists several pronouns, but also says it's got a blank spot on the box where you can add your own pronoun, kiddos. To the cereal box. The general manager of Kellogg U.S. Uh, cereal category, Doug Vandenvelde, described the cereal as berry-flavored rainbow hearts dusted with edible glitter. Man, all they need is a unicorn. The campaign also includes the tagline, boxes are for cereal, not for people. And the company is describing the embodiment and celebration of Kellogg Company's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, not just within the Kellogg Company, but also at the tables of our cereal fans, coast to coast, says Kellogg's. The company's vice president of talent and diversity, Priscilla Connerig, said, together with pride is Kellogg's latest effort aligned with our purpose to create better days and a place for the table at the table for everyone. Kellogg's is also urging fans to get involved in the Boxes are for Cereal Challenge promotion on TikTok. And that involves customers uploading their receipts to the social media platform so that Kellogg can donate $3 up to $140,000 to support GLAD's efforts in accelerating acceptance and advancing equality for LGBTQ plus communities. So little did you know. When you or your kiddo is chomping on some Kellogg's, you can now come up with your own gay pronoun, call yourself whatever you want to, and you'll be showing your gay pride. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new way. Eat cereal. Show your pride. All right. Right, all right, all right. America 2021. Back in the Most famous cell phone number in the history of the world. No, it's not 226-3232. Everybody thought it was, but no, that's not it. The most famous telephone number in the history of all of mankind came from 1981. And this man, Tommy Two-Tone, uh, Jenny. Does everybody remember it? It's ingrained in your mind, isn't it? You can't get it out. Yeah, I'm telling you, any, anything that's put to music just goes right in the head and it stays in the head. Two all be patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That started in 1971 with that jingle, and it's been stuck there ever since. All right, so uh, here's some news for you. Breaking overnight, the Biden administration shut down the probe launched during the uh, Trump era to examine the Wuhan lab leak theory. So here's what was going on. Back when Trump was in office, uh, Trump had this sneaky suspicion that that the China virus came from China. (laughs) Why else would you call it the China virus? 
Yes, and so he knew. He knew it came from China. He knew it came from a lab in Wuhan. He knew all the stuff that now the lefties are starting to admit. They knew it, too, by the way. They just couldn't say it back then because they couldn't agree with him because of their racist hatred toward Donald Trump. Donald Trump was white. He was a guy. They hated him. They hated his guts because he was a conservative white guy. So they couldn't say, yeah, it may have come from China, and it may have come from the Wuhan lab in China. They couldn't do it. So now now they're starting to say it because the evidence is way too strong pointing in that direction. And we now have guys from November of 2019 that worked in that lab that got sick. So everything that we've told you that leaked out about China and the Wuhan lab is absolutely true. Here's the very dangerous part of this that we're starting to find out now through somebody like a Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, and, and his life is being threatened. He's exposing and saying that we could be looking at a biological weapon. I said that the day it happened. That I have belief in, 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 in the stuff that I've read that would indicate that this was a biological weapon that was being formulated by China, and I happen to believe it was released, not leaked. But that's okay. We can, we can fight over that if you want to. But there is no doubt in my mind that this came from a lab in China. It didn't come from a bat, y'all. It didn't come from the wet market, y'all. The Chinese researchers were putting this together, and they were trying to find a way for a biological weapon to be unleashed on humanity, and I think it worked. I think they did it. And so anyway, what we're finding out, here's the bit of breaking news that started to happen overnight. What we're starting to find out now is that the Biden administration, when they came into office, they found that the Trump administration had begun this investigation into the Wuhan lab. And guess what the Biden administration did? They shut down that investigation. Why? Why would you shut down that investigation? If you truly wanted to know whether or not COVID-19 or coronavirus number two, if you truly wanted to know if it came from China and from the Wuhan lab, why would you shut down the investigation into that? There's only one reason, and that's because they didn't want you to find out the truth. All right? Again, it goes back to something you hear me say all the time. Joe Biden is beholden to China. He's beholden to China for how well they've taken care of his family, and he's beholden to China because he's president now. And now you have lawmakers who are calling for Anthony Fauci to resign or be fired immediately because he is telling lies. Well, welcome to the party on that one, too. We've been chronicling those lies here for over a year, how Anthony Fauci is a liar. And you cannot trust a thing that comes out of Anthony Fauci's mouth. Why? Because it's like Texas weather. Give it five minutes and it's going to change. So now you have lawmakers saying, well, we got to get rid of Anthony Fauci. Get rid of him. Fire his butt today. What does he do? Other than go on MSNBC and CNN, what does the man do? Investigate him for perjury, for lying to the American people in front of Congress while under oath, while Rand Paul was investigating him or, or talking to him, and investigate whether or not he somehow had something to do with money going to the Wuhan lab. I'll say it again. Back when Barack Obama, to his credit, said, stop this gain of function research, 
he and reports are Anthony Fauci and Ron Klain went to the Situation Room, the most secure room in the world, to have a conversation. What were they talking about? At that time, Ron Klain was the right-hand man to Joe Biden when Joe Biden was vice president. Today, Ron Klain is the president. It's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden is fossilized. He is a president in name only. He's a pino. The real president is Ron Klain and the rest of them, and I suspect Barack Obama's in on it and those other people. So Donald Trump says it's obvious to smart people that COVID-19 came from the Wuhan lab. He's right. It's obvious to smart people. Only stupid people believe that something else happened. Only stupid people. Speaking of Rand Paul, he was on yesterday with Martha. And I watched it live, and he said hundreds of people on Twitter every day and thousands of people are wishing me violence, trying, saying that I should be killed, wishing my family violence. Twitter says that they have a policy against such things, but they do not enforce that policy when it comes to uh, conservatives. It's okay for conservatives, uh, for, for you to say you want to kill conservatives, but if you say you want to kill uh, liberals, well, then you're taken off immediately. You're deplatformed. You're removed from Twitter immediately. And Rand Paul says, I've had enough of it. He says, they're a private company. They can do what they want. Rand, you are right and you are wrong about that. As long as they have the 230 carve out, you in Congress, you guys in Congress can do something about it. Not that Congress will. But here's what he te- what he's telling conservatives to do. Stop. Just quit. Get off of Twitter. Get off of Facebook. If you're a conservative... Facebook, Twitter, the other social media, they're not your friend. They're operating against you. And in fact, for those who might die, they're aiding and abetting your death. Just like when Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie bro and Rand Paul has been attacked this week verbally on Twitter, it's time for conservatives to just stop. Okay, it's 6.05 now, KTSA, Trey Ware here. Good morning, 210-599-5555. I understand from Elaine that she has heard from people who are a little bit confused and don't know what the story is on constitutional carry. Okay, I'm here. I can answer your questions about it. What do you want to know? Are you concerned? Are you confused? Are you upset? Do you think there's going to be blood flowing in the streets up to the, the stop signs? Do you think people are just going to randomly start driving around and shooting people? I actually read that on Facebook. That people are going to start shooting people randomly all over the place. But now all hell's going to break loose and you're going to see just uh, violent crime everywhere. I think on one of the TV channels they were talking about how violent crime is going to rise. You're not surprised by any of that, are you? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'll tell you right now, and, and you can ask the questions if you want to about it, or you can express your concerns about it if you're concerned about it. If you're a CHL carrier and you're confused about what it means to you, uh, just call and we'll, we can talk about this to some because uh, obviously there's, uh, I, I don't know why, it's the simplest thing in the world to understand, but it, uh, apparently there's a lot of confusion out there. People just don't understand what constitutional carry is. I remember early on when Sean and I would talk about it, he thought it was open carry versus concealed carry, and it's not. It's not that at all. It's it's completely different. With constitutional carry, you can do either open or closed You are, are concealed either way is this michelle is that who it is all right go right ahead you're on ktsa hello tino go right ahead you're on ktsa go ahead yes, tino sir. yes sir uh, uh with this constitutional carry 
Can you open carry or conceal carry? Whichever you, you want. Both? Whichever you want. Whatever you want. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. 210-599-5555. Sylvester, go ahead, man. Yeah, you know, I don't think this uh, open carry, you know, as a felon, I regret committing a crime years ago that stripped me of this right. But you know what? I don't think crime is going to rise. Personally, I think it's actually going to go down. Of course it is. Because all these, all these guys that think they're going to, you know, go in and, and harass people and do all that stuff, well, there's going to be a law-abiding citizen there just waiting for you. So I think it's actually going to go down. I mean, look at look at all the states, uh, all the cities up north. They, they don't have none of that, and they're they're killing people left and right. That's right. Yeah, the deal is, and thank you, Sylvester. Have a good day, man. Uh, here's the deal. They, the, uh, 20 other states have it. We're, we're now joining the 20 other states that have constitutional carry. And that's all it is. 20 other states have it already. We're joining them. And tell me, tell me, just one state where all hell's broken loose and people are dying in the streets and all that. I'll tell you where all hell's broken loose and people are dying in the streets is where they don't have free, open, and easy access to guns, where they restrict gun ownership, where they restrict carrying of guns. That's where they have it. They don't have it where law-abiding citizens are now free. And by the way, let's let's take another tact on this, too, because it's one that has, has not been talked about a whole bunch. Uh, and that is the Second Amendment is a right a right that's given to you from God. It's not given to you by the government. And the government may not restrict your rights. It's not their place. When they start restricting your rights, your right is not a right anymore. Your right becomes a privilege. A privilege which you have been paying for every time you go get your CHL so that you can carry. You're paying for your right. You don't pay for a right. You pay for a license, which makes it a privilege. It's not a right. So the Second Amendment is a right, and a Second Amendment right says you may keep and bear, and if you don't understand bear, then you're just a fool. Bear is not the guy that's crawling in the woods and crawling up a tree. Bear means put it on your body and carry it around with you, primarily to defend yourself from a tyrannical government and defend those around you from a tyrannical government. Well, yeah, but that's only if you're in a militia. Uh, when they wrote it, everybody was in the militia. Everybody was in the militia and was ready to go at any moment to fight a tyrannical government. That was the point of the Second Amendment. That right has not been rescinded because it cannot be rescinded because it didn't come from man. So man didn't give you that right. Man cannot take that right away from you. So that's all constitutional carry is. Now, what happens with when you go to buy a gun? Well, you got to be 21 and over. you got to do a background check. You can't be a felon. You can't be a wife beater. All those things that currently exist before you can purchase a gun, they're still in effect. They're not going anywhere. You still have to adhere to all of those rules, every one of them. The only thing this says is that you don't have to go to a course and pay money and get a license every two to three years from the state of Texas that says, okay, we are going to allow you to carry a gun. Stink on the state of Texas and every other state that says we're going to allow you to carry a gun. No state can allow you to do something that is a right that is your own right. Sorry, that's not how it works. So, yeah, you still have to go through everything. You have to be over 21. I heard that question asked online. Uh, what, about, uh, what about a felon? Uh, now you're going to have felons carrying guns. Well, let me tell you something. Felons are carrying guns. Felons are shooting people. Apparently, some shoot, uh, shot a guy over on the east side yesterday, again in San Antonio. Back to line one. And, Tom, you're on KTSA with Trey. By the way, we're just talking constitutional carry to kick off this hour because apparently there's a lot of questions about this and a little bit of confusion. 
If you're confused, you got questions, call me. And we'll talk about it. I'll straighten it out for you. Tom, go ahead. Yes, good morning. I'm a licensed, uh, now it's called uh, uh, License to Carry, LTC. Yeah. I have to renew that license since now it's, uh, uh, you know, nope. they, they passed this uh, amendment or a constitution. <laughs> well, when, when, does no. your, when does your license come up for renewal? Uh, 2023. I don't know. No, you don't have to renew it because uh, this law will be in effect prior to 2023. Now, if, if your license comes up for renewal before this law goes into effect, you have to make the decision whether or not you're going to renew and carry for whatever period of time that is legally or if you're just going to carry. And real quickly, Trey, what is the difference between uh, a LTC and a concealer? With an, L- with an LTC, can I still conceal it or I have to open carry? In the state of, in the state of Texas, you can do either. Okay, thank you very much. You bet. There we go. Yeah, state of Texas is you can do either that you choose. I choose 99% of the time. I choose to conceal because I don't want to be the target. I want to give you a chance to live. If you and I are in a store or in a restaurant and a dude walks in there, I don't want, I, I want to have the opportunity to protect your life. Because a dude walks in there with a gun and he sees me with a gun, I'm his first target. And then I'm eliminated, and I don't have a chance to help you survive unless you're armed as well. So uh, 99% of the time, mine is – can you guys see it right now? Nobody can see it in here, can you? You can't see it right now, can you? So I'm concealed, and I pretty much stay that way. There are occasions when you may see it, or if I'm on the motorcycle, it may fly up in – my shirt may fly up in the air, and you'll see it there on the motorcycle sometimes. Daniel, go ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Right. Was there something added on, tacked on to this bill in relation to the federal government that if the federal government would ban guns, that this law would go uh, inactive? Haven't heard anything about that. I don't. I don't believe that's true. Um, the, the only the only provision that I saw that was tacked on that I wouldn't argue with uh, at, at this point is a provision originally it said that police could not question somebody if they saw somebody open carry whether or not the the, the law originally said police could not ask them whether they were a felon or whether they were over 21 or anything like that they did put that provision in there so if police see you openly carrying then they can stop you and ask questions as i understand it now again daniel i'm not an attorney and this has not been tested in court and you can bet all this stuff is going to be tested in court right well, yes, but I heard something on a radio, and I just didn't hear the entire thing, so it's, it, to me it's speculation because I didn't confirm it by everything, but I thought one of the radio stations said that there was something tacked onto this bill that if Biden would ban guns or outlaw guns, then this bill would be inactive. So you might want to look into that as well. I'm going to check into it, Daniel, and I'll see if that provision is in there. Um, I, I, I would find it very, and thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it. And the tip. I'll check it out. I would find it very uh, difficult at this point or any point for Biden to ban guns. I mean, they're, they're going to do it in backdoor ways. But if you're talking about an all in all out and just sign a law that bans guns, man, uh, good luck. Joby. 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 How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well, man. Good morning to you. What's up? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here, here we go. Here we go again. The old song. Yes, I am blind, and yes, sir. They let me carry a gun. They let you carry let a gun. Carry. Yes, they do. I had to have permissions for this and that. And guess what? <laughs> do you do you I, I actually carry? 
So you actually if somebody carry? comes in my house, I'm going to start swinging everybody duck. Everybody that I love. <laughs> okay. Duck. All right. I, I don't for for whatever reason I don't believe that you're going to do that, Joby. I, I, I but I appreciate you getting my. I I, I wish you'd call on a Friday because that sounds, or maybe even a Monday because those are the kind of I need a Friday call like that or a Monday call like that. All right. Uh, back to the phones uh, in just a couple of seconds. I got to take a break and uh, wait, we're we're just talking about this and answering your questions. If you're confused, you don't know about constitutional carry versus open carry versus concealed carry versus CHL versus LTC. We're going to try to clear all that stuff up. If you're if you're concerned, like we heard, well, yeah, but El Paso's going to happen everywhere now. You're going to have everybody doing an El Paso Walmart shooting. Yeah, yeah, people will be dying on every street corner. I, I, one one guy one guy sent me a note on uh, on Facebook yesterday. He said, "I'm going to go buy a bunch of body armor." What for? Because people are going to be shooting everywhere now, and I'm going to have to wear body armor everywhere I go because people will be shooting everywhere. Um, they're doing that now. <laughs> Is happening now? Were you on the east side last night? You see this dude get shot? It's happening right now. It's the bad guys that are shooting innocent civilians right now. You need the innocent civilians, the good guys, to have the opportunity to respond in kind, if you so choose. If you don't want to, man, it's a market. Don't. You ain't gotta. All right, back in a minute. Ernie, hang on. We got a couple of lines open, 210-599-5555. Your dream home is the floor plan. At Wagner Holick Custom Homes, Wagner Holick Custom Homes, that's where they will build your home. And here's the deal. You want a forever home. You want a home that's going to look great. You want a home that's going to serve you and your family great for many, many years to come. But you don't want to pay exorbitant prices when it comes to custom home builders because every time you see an ad for a custom home builder, my gosh, it looks like a palace that only J-Lo could afford, right? Well, you know what? It's not the case. If you want your forever home and you want it to be your dream home and you want it to be your custom home, it's not going to cost you more than having a site-built home built. I'm talking about a regular builder home. At Wagner Holick, they will build you a custom home for that kind of price. And you're going to have a beautiful home that's built for you and your family that you're going to love for years to come. It's built just for you and just for you and your family. And for years and years and years, you're going to love your Wagner Holick custom home. And by the way, 4 o'clock on Sunday... They got a great show, the Wagner Holick Come and uh, Build It Show, right here on KTSA. Wagner Holick Custom Homes, wagnerholick.com. Look them up today. AccuWeather, mostly cloudy this morning, partly sunny this afternoon. High today, 87. Tomorrow and Friday, clouds breaking for some sunshine each day. Very warm and humid. High tomorrow, 90. Friday's high, 88. Right now, it's Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Hey, quick question for you. The 2,000 kids that were at the Freeman Coliseum, where did they go? Did they just move them next door to the AT&T Center? Is that where they are? <laughs> kind of like Biden did with the, with the kids down at the border? No, they had 2,000 kids at the Freeman, and now they've shut down the Freeman sword. They put those kids. Just a question. 210-599-5555. We're talking um, uh, constitutional carry right now. And one thing that, uh, that John just pointed out that I, I want to make sure everybody understands as well, uh, Cap, uh, is that you, have, you still have to have your LTC for reciprocity if you're going to another state that is not a constitutional carry state. You still have to have it for reciprocity's sake. You still have to, so if you go, if you leave Texas and you go to a state that still has a license requirement, you still have to have the license to, to do the license requirement for reciprocity or, or don't carry in the state or carry it illegally, which I'd never advise anybody to do. Wink. Uh, Ernie, go ahead. You're on KTSA. Yeah. Good morning, Trey. Uh, I'm like you, buddy. I'm, I'm going to conceal my weapon and it's going to be a small weapon. As you know, I'm an ex military man and, uh, I know what weapons can do, and uh, if you're gonna 
try to protect someone, you got to use your head real fast. Well, you know, Ernie, you're bringing up a great point, and thank you very much for your call. I brought up this point earlier, and that is one of our listeners, and if I said his name on the air, you would know him because he calls every show on the station. He's a great guy, wonderful Christian man, and he has great input. He sent me a, a text yesterday or a, or a message yesterday, and he said, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to carry. He said, I'm, I'm typically around guys who, who do carry, and uh, so I, I feel relatively safe because I know there's somebody always around me that's, that's uh, carrying, so I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. He said, I just don't trust myself to have the funds or to have the discipline to go get the training that I would need. And that's one thing I really highly, highly recommend to people, whether it's constitutional carry or CHL or T, T, uh, LTC or whatever, whatever your current circumstance is, get trained, stay trained, do the training, and practice, 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 practice. That's the difference maker right there. That's the difference maker in, 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 in taking somebody. You have to, number one, know that if you're pulling a weapon, you're going to take somebody's life. So you have to really be prepared for that. You're not pulling a weapon to try to just you know harm somebody. and oh, No, you're not going to shoot it in the air. You're not going to shoot them in the toe like Joe Biden said. Shoot them in the toe. You're not doing that. It's your life or theirs. If you're pulling your weapon, it's your life or theirs. You've already made the decision. So you need to know in that moment with when the adrenaline is flowing and it's running hot and and you're you're shaking. You need to know what to do and how to do it and you got to do it by muscle memory. There's not a whole lot of thought. I I'll give you one example that's a much softer example than than guns. There's a video that's gone viral this week on the Internet of a baseball uh, uh, pitcher. And it came up on my news feed as a viral video. It's very cool, but this is what I'm talking about with reaction and muscle memory. So the batter hits the ball, ball bounces, uh, the, the, pitcher, the pitcher catches the ball after the batter hits it. He turns to grab the ball to throw it to first base to throw the runner out, and it's stuck in his glove. Now, in the majors, it takes a runner, on average, 2.7 seconds to go from home plate to first base. 2.7 seconds. So in 2.7 seconds, this pitcher, when he realized that the ball was stuck in his glove and he couldn't get it out, he took the glove off and threw the, the whole glove, ball and all, to first base and threw the runner, threw the batter out. But think about this. I told you it's more of a lighthearted thing. But think about this. He had to have practiced that. That's not something he just thought of right there at the spur of the moment. They practice that, and they drill it, and they drill it. Okay, the ball's stuck in your glove. Take the whole glove off and throw it. You drill it, and you drill it, and you drill it, and you practice, and you drill, and you practice, and you drill, and you drill, and you practice. And the same thing is true if you're going to carry. If the guy's two feet from you, what are you going to do? If the guy is on you and has his hands on you, what are you going to do? If the guy's there seven yards away, if he sneaks up behind you at the gas pump, if you're washing your SUV and he comes around the corner of your SUV, how do you respond? What position do you take? What do you do? How do you uh, identify an assailant versus a friendly actor? Those are all the things you have to do now before you get into that situation. And that comes through training. All right, John, go ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Fire away. 
Yeah, good morning, Trace. Uh, I just want to say there's been a lot of hype about this um, constitutional carry, and we have to remember there are 20 other states already doing it. That's right. You know, when, you, when, you, when you watch the media, the liberal media, they are just making it sound like, here go those Texans mm-hmm. again. They're going to be the Wild West, and people need to realize we're going to be the 21st state. Well, and, and this, is what I've, this is what I've been saying. I said it at the top of the hour, too, John. I said, look, show me one state, one state out of the 20 that have it. We're going to be 21. Show me one state out of the 20 that have it where the blood is flowing in the streets and people dying left and right and shootouts are happening everywhere. It's not happening anywhere. But, uh, John, it's no surprise to any of us, the left-wing mainstream media are a bunch of damn liars. All right? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Brad, line two. Go ahead, Brad. You're on KTSA. Morning, Trace. Good to talk to you. You too, sir. I've been, I've been listening, and I heard you talking about training. Now, in the bill, the provision is that uh, DPS, That's what right. I've seen, is going to offer free training. Free training. That's right. Anybody that wants to have it. Correct. It's voluntary. You don't have to go do it, but you can go get if anybody feels uncomfortable, like the gentleman you're talking about, you said that's around a bunch of people, he said he doesn't feel safe with them or has the funds to go do the training. That's right. He can go to DPS and he can get basic training and basic firearm manipulation and uh, holster manipulation to where he can feel comfortable carrying that firearm and he can go to the range and practice those tactics he's taught. 100%. 100%. That's right. Thank so, you, Brad. I appreciate it. Not only can you go to DPS and get it, because that is in the bill, free training from DPS, but there are other guys who teach it all the time. I have a number of really close friends that teach it all the time, and they're really, really good at what they do. Uh, one more call before the bottom of the hour break. April, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Morning, Trey. Hi. Nice listening to you guys in the morning. Thank you. As well as Sean. Thank you. Um, and I, those without swords can still die upon them. Yeah, right. So Great. I'm licensed. I carry every day. I, there are at least three that I know of packing in my office every day. It would be a mistake to come in our office. Good. Just saying. Good. But I, uh, and all the points I hear are valid and training is necessary. I do training. I do uh, practice. But I think also passing this is a good signal to Washington. Mm-hmm. That Texas is not going to roll over. Mm-mm. No, we're not. I, I promise you, I'm April, thank you very much. I appreciate the call this morning, and God bless you. Uh, no, Texas is not going to roll over. And if Washington thinks that Texas is going to roll over, Washington has another thing coming. Because our next step is free and open of carry whatever you want. Because that is what you're right. That's what the Second Amendment says. The Second Amendment has no restriction, no prohibition on it. And the government may not restrict a right. If they restrict a right, or if they cause you to pay for that right, then it's not a right anymore, it's their privilege. And uh, enough of, of these government privileges. Our rights are enumerated in the Constitution, and we are taking our rights back. Quick break for the bottom of the hour news. Let me tell you about my friends over at Shirts Funeral Home. Great people there. They are outstanding with the people that come in to visit with them while at time with somebody who has recently passed and you need to sit down with a funeral home and plan a funeral, they are really great at that. They're very, very easy to work with. They understand where you are. They've been there in their personal life. They, they get it, all right? So they're going to treat you like family over at Shirts Funeral Home. And I know this because I've had several experiences working with Shirts Funeral Home 
and they're unbelievable. Um, they show you all the products available. They talk to you about all the services and how that service can be arranged. They, they offer their facility to you. Or if you want to have it at your home church or somewhere else, they're more than willing to talk to you about all those kinds of things. I just want you to get to know them. Anytime you need somebody who's in the funeral business, this is the place I recommend. That is Shirts Funeral Home at 210 Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. All right, 639, Trey Ware, KTSA, going to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, where John Hayward is from Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One. I'm just just asking, John, have you uh, brushed up on your Mandarin yet? Have you, uh, have you gotten the online course and you're learning your Mandarin? Because we're all going to have to learn it. We're all going to have to apologize heavily to China for everything we've ever said and done. No, no, I haven't yet. But if I do need to, I guess I'll head for Hollywood. Yeah. Everybody's learning Mandarin out there to, to talk to their new bosses over in China. <laughs> so I guess you can get Mandarin courses on the cheap. You know, we're talking about John Cena from WWE, and he's got F9 coming out. And uh, he said that Taiwan was their own country. Stuff hit the fan in China. So now he's, uh, I'm really, really, really sorry, 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 sorry. I got to tell you something really, really, really important. I'm really, and he said it all in Mandarin. Uh, because China said you know, they're, they're the number one uh, movie uh, producer and, and watcher now over the United States, and we're not going to play it here. But this is not a surprise because all these companies like Disney and what have you, they've all kowtowed and collapsed into China, and they, they actually make changes to a finished movie product because China demands it. This is a major reason why China thinks they're going to win the new century, why we don't stand a chance against them, because they have a unified strategy of political influence, of military policy, of cultural influence, of economic leverage. All those things fuse together into getting what they want, and this is an example of how they do it. They're taking over the American entertainment industry and putting Chinese speech codes into play, and it's going to be more than that. Right now, it's mostly obeying their speech codes. Uh, Maverick and Top Gun can't have a Taiwanese flag on his bomber jacket this stupid wrestler turned actor has to mouth communist propaganda about taiwan because he he, he offended them and then the, probably the studio made him do that it probably wasn't his idea the studio told them hey you know we got a lot of money on the line this movie has to be a big opening in china mm-hmm. so you need to go out there and apologize and they marched him out there to do his little hostage video i mean right now it's mostly that kind of thing but there's no reason it should stop there why wouldn't china and i guarantee you they will use their influence over hollywood to begin making them broadcast their propaganda mm-hmm. in a more aggressively into our faces. You're going to start seeing Hollywood movies that push the Communist Party line aggressively, proactively, that China is a great virus-fighting champion. You know, you'll see a movie with villains who try to frame China for releasing the coronavirus. You might see movies that cast doubt that the Uyghurs in, in Xinjiang province are being used for slave labor. The sky's the limit. There's nothing they can't make a Hollywood studio do at this point. That's 100% true, and nothing they can't make our government do, because Joe Biden is beholden to them. Joe Biden is beholden to them for his very presidency, and for the way they have helped his son and his family out over the years. So he he owes China a ton, and that's why the United States is kowtowing to them. We had breaking news overnight that Joe Biden canceled an investigation into the Wuhan flu, whatever they call it, Wuhan virus, China virus, whatever, that Joe Biden canceled an investigation of that that Donald Trump started because Donald Trump said it came from a lab in China. And isn't it interesting now how they're all catching on and they're all starting to say that? 
Yeah, remember when the Chinese Communist Party snapped its fingers and every single media organization in America suddenly began chirping in unison, they're calling it the China virus or the Wuhan virus is racism, like the programmed NPCs they are? I mean, that remember that? That yeah. was Chinese Communist Party raw power being used over your media to push their political narratives. Now, I think the big reason why you're suddenly seeing a burst of stories about how, gee, the, the lab leak hypothesis, well, that might be credible. I mean, I know we told you all it was a wild conspiracy theory under Trump, but golly gee, Terwilliker, Shazam, maybe that is what actually happened. It's amazing to watch the Democrats and the media slowly begin pivoting, or, you know, rather suddenly begin pivoting and saying, gee, our this is credible after all. I think a big part of the reason they're doing that is the Biden team is angry, they're, they're prissy, they're very thin-skinned people, and they're angry that the Chinese are humiliating them repeatedly in these diplomatic encounters. Every time any of Biden's people get into a room with China, the Chinese beat the crap out of them in, in public and humiliate them and say, you have no right to, to lecture us on morality. Why, according to your own Democrat Party, America is a racist country that's founded in racism, and you're all racisty racists, and George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, blah, blah, blah. And every time they do that, the Biden people wind up on their knees coughing blood. And I think they're getting weary and tired and angry of being treated that way. So this is their modest way through their controlled media of pushing back against China and sending a little pushback signal and saying, hey, guys, hey, guys, we could make a bigger deal. We've got info. You know, we could put this out there and we could make a little trouble for you if you don't ease up on us. I, I really think there's not much more to it. than that. There's a lot. Uh, yep. That's exactly what it is. It's also we have a weak and feeble and fossilized president who is a pino. He's a president in name only. And uh, and China knows it. And what they're trying to do is say, hey, look, we're big, bad and strong. Rand Paul went on the tube yesterday, said, I'm sick and tired of threats coming from the left thousands of times a day. I'm threatened on Twitter and other social media services. My family has been threatened thousands of times a day i'm sick and tired of it these guys in social media they get to get away with it because if you're a conservative well then your head's on a plate as far as they're concerned but it's time for conservatives just to stop that's the only way to quit it is to just say we're not doing twitter we're not doing facebook we're not going to do this anymore because otherwise they're out to get you and and it, it truly is really one of these things that is kind of uh, i won't say it's unbelievable because it's very believable in today's uh, day and time that they get away with platforming people that make threats against conservatives but if you say anything at all if you question a uh, dress color uh, that a liberal is wearing well then you're deplatformed and you're taken off well, and we're learning more and more about how they do it, too. Uh, Project Veritas has a new expose out about Facebook's algorithms and systems for deplatforming people, and they rate you on whether you're virus and vaccine-friendly or not, and, and then, then you get special treatment if they decide you're not. They start they start suppressing you. I mean, we're learning more and more about the scale of this, the titanic scale of the censorship and how it works. I don't think we should retreat from the platforms, though. There I disagree with Senator Paul. I don't think we should have to. These are the town squares of America now, and retreating from Facebook and Twitter would be akin to the revolutionaries in 1776 saying, gee, you know what, uh, the town squares belong to the British and the, and the loyalists, so we're just not going to go out there and talk or print any pamphlets. We'll find another way to communicate with each other. I don't think we can or should do that. We need legal protections to stop this. I, I really don't want to nationalize the social media companies, but I do think we need some rights expressed about arbitrary suppression that needs to be stopped and, and punished. When it happens, there needs to be recourse for people that are arbitrarily 
temporarily suppressed or banned in some way, and we all need access to these platforms. That's where our focus should be, and Republicans should not back down from that fight. It's what you're there for, guys. We hear a lot of talk about Republican leaders never finding a hill to die on. This is the hill to die on, because if you don't die on this one, there won't be any other. You are 100% correct about Veritas and the, uh, and the algorithms. I can post a video that I created. It's my own content. Right, and I can post it if it's about UFOs, and it's fine. It gets a lot of hits. It's all the normal stuff. But I do anything that's the least bit political about Biden or anybody else, I'll get five hits. So they are definitely deplatforming that kind of content with their algorithms. Uh, he he is uh, O'Keefe is correct one hundred percent, and so are you at what Facebook is doing to conservatives right now. And you're right. We we have to stand up and we have to push back about all this crap that they're doing we just passed constitutional carry here in texas as a way of saying to washington we're not rolling over babe we're not we're not giving up here in the state of texas um john i gotta let you go i appreciate your time as always on wednesdays thanks for being here thanks very much for having me that is john hayward breitbart.com great to have him here amogee bank is your place they have more than 80 branch locations all over the state of texas one near you to take care of all of your banking needs and all of your banking services whether it's your private family banking needs and services or it is a business that you have you may have a huge corporation that you oversee right now and you need to have a bank on your side doing the right things for your corporation or you may have a mom and pop shop right down there on the corner or it may be operated out of a uh, a spare bank bedroom at your house whatever amogee bank is here to help you in any number of ways of course they have money and they can finance the things that your business needs but they also have the great experts that they have gone out my friend david mcgee is an awesome man and he's gone out and found other awesome men and women to join him to help your business your family-run business be all that it can be expert advice connecting you with other experts in the same field and then coming alongside with the financing and the money that you need for your business to succeed both your private business and your business business they do it all at amagena member F- to williker shazam maybe that is what actually happened it's amazing to watch the Democrats and the media slowly begin pivoting, or, you know, rather suddenly begin pivoting and saying, gee, our harvest is credible after all. That's John Hayward. He's there every Wednesday. 550 KTSA FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, where you can hear him on replay on demand if you just go over there and check that out. Uh, Ware Ryman coming up at 7 o'clock in Oregon, the school board up there requiring classrooms to fly the BLM and the Pride flags. A ride right next to the American flag, which is not the American flag. There's no such thing as the American flag. If you call it the American flag, you're calling it the wrong thing. It's not the American flag. America starts way up there and goes way down there. No, it's the flag of the United States of America. That's the proper term. No American flag. That was, I'll tell you where that came from. That came from those people that wanted to unite all of the Americas in one country. Just like Europe, we were going to be united like the European Union. So they, they started to call it the American flag. It's the American flag. No, it's not. No, this is not, this is not hyping onto a, a you know, small little point. Oh, that's inconsequential. No, it's a huge point. It's a phenomenal point to make. It's the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. So uh, if you'd like to say, by the way, if you'd like to say the pledge, you can call 210-599-5555 or say it on your phone, email it to Trey at KTSA, Trey at KTSA. Anyway, in Oregon, they're looking at uh, handing out flags to each classroom in the schools. 
There'd be a flag of the United States, and on this side, there would be a BLM flag, and on that side, there would be the rainbow flag for the pride flag. You're going to love this part. They would all be the same size and all the same height in the classroom. America 2021. It's a lost dream, guys. It's a lost dream. We have to either push back and recover it or go to New Zealand. Those are your choices at this point. Okay, so uh, Joint Special Operations Command personnel are being, quote, encouraged (laughs) to attend diversity, equity, and inclusion conferences. What they're telling them now, for your personal, professional development, for your professional development, we want you to go to the diversity, equity, and inclusion seminars, change and transformation seminars, and emotional well-being seminars if you're higher up in the military. It's called Building Equitable Organizations to Mitigate Biases and Address Systemic Disparities, Psychological Safety and Belonging, where people feel free to express who they are, what they believe, and how they feel, Restorative Justice, Community Trauma, and the Partisan Divide. In the description it says, the violent storming of the Capitol on January 6th was just the latest and most extreme example of the division that exists. Racism and white white supremacy, racism and white supremacy has gone uh, mainstream. The Conference on Emotional Well-Being includes an event titled Black Lives, Black Emotional Lives Matter. I'm sorry, Black Emotional Lives Matter, embedding diversity and inclusion in your approach to employee well-being. This is the military, what the military is teaching their colonels and uh, generals and whatever else. The impact of secondary trauma and the impact of events such as the murder of George Floyd. The emotional tax paid by black employees as they navigate the biases of white-centric society and have to adapt to a fit-in with white-dominated work cultures. How do blacks deal with that? Well, they're teaching you that. Add these opportunities to your individual development plan, they say, and invest time in your professional future. In other words, take these courses or you're not going to go up in rank. You're going to be stuck right where you are, private. Picking up cigarette butts and washing the latrine. That's what you're going to be doing. The Biden Pentagon is further diversifying the military to root out extremists, they say, despite not having a definition of extremism. You know, the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hired the department's first senior advisor on diversity and inclusion, Bishop Garrison, ordered a 60-day period to find out what the extremism is here, and this is their answer. Whites hate blacks, so... We need to be taught in the higher echelons of the military that white racism and white supremacy is systemic throughout our society. Basically, all white people are racist. That's what they're going to be teaching the higher-ups in the military. And be ready for it. Just understand that white people are racist and that they just come out that way. Come out the womb that way. Come out the womb that way. What you're really seeing is a push to silence conservatives. That's, that's what you're really seeing. It has nothing to do with racism. But I'll ask you one question. One question. What does any of that have to do with winning wars? Name for me one thing that any of what I just told you that they are teaching the the, uh, military brass, and if you want to advance to military brass, you have to take this. What does one bit of that do to win a war? Back in a minute with Warren Ryman next, KTSA. KTSA. 